Welcome to AMI Sites, a podcast that offers you access to thought leaders who can help you expand your entrepreneurial toolbox. Learn from seasoned entrepreneurs who have already walked in your shoes and can help you with your day-to-day business decisions. With your host, Ami Kassar. Ami is the founder and CEO of Multifunding, an advisory company that helps you grow and stay in control of your business. Hello and welcome. My name is Ami Kassar, founder and CEO of Multifunding. Since 2010, multifunding has helped businesses achieve their biggest growth goals through creative and personalized funding solutions, working with hundreds of lenders across the nation. Joining me today is Kerry Smith. A career entrepreneur, Kerry Smith founded Big Ass Fans in 1999 and served as its CEO or Chief Big Ass, as he preferred to say for 18 years. Ready for a new challenge in 2017, Kerry sold Big Ass Fans and founded Unorthodox Ventures providing businesses support for everything from engineering and marketing to customer service and logistics. Our main topic today, have you been investing in businesses through the pandemic and how has it changed your outlook? Welcome, Kerry. Oh, thank you. I mean, I I appreciate uh, the opportunity to talk to you. In terms of the pandemic and the way we've looked at businesses, I don't, it, hmm, it really, I think that the the major effect has been that we have not been able to um, interview uh, business owners uh, in person. I, I think that it's interesting that we have a technology where we can actually see people when we're talking to them, but that there is it's not refined to the extent that that we find sufficient uh, to actually. Um, it, it's certainly not replacing a. Uh, face-to-face meeting. Having said that, these last, I don't know, nine months, 10 months have been interesting. We have continued to invest in businesses. I don't know that it has changed much of anything, though I, I think that the several opportunities that have arisen, at least in our uh, minds, opportunities that come to the forefront are those that uh, relate to uh, hygiene, personal hygiene. We invested in a company, a, a bidet company, prior to the uh, uh, pandemic, uh, and they did exceptionally well. They're doing exceptionally well simply because I think, one, because of the toilet paper crisis, for whatever reason that occurred, and it gave them a little bit more of a, um, a it was a good soapbox. Uh, for them to get on and to and to educate or help educate the the public uh, in more detail, we're investing in um, hand sanitizer manufacturer. Though that honestly is our uh, entrepreneur in in residence that is doing that. I think bicycles were something that uh, were interesting. We looked at a lot of bicycles, different modes of transportation, and uh, and fitness equipment, uh, obviously. The uh, fitness market, the gyms uh, suffered, and I think that certainly didn't. That moved people to look for the uh, fitness, the weights, and the machines, and putting them in their houses, the Pelotons, and so forth. And so that's been something that, that I can't say that we've invested in that because I think that's fairly mature. Uh, we haven't seen anything that's exceptionally interesting there, but I think that that's. Uh, Certainly, a, an industry, a sector that has profited by the uh, the pandemic. So, Kerry, let's take a step back. 
tell us, for the benefit of the listeners, tell us a little bit about your investment approach and your investment strategy and your team and the value that you try to provide. The team that we have at Unorthodox Ventures is basically a carryover from the uh, fan company. When I sold the company or prior to selling the company, the uh, private equity firm that purchased Big Ass Fans allowed me to carve out a department, really, and the department was business development. And that particular department was looking at uh, new ideas, new businesses, and so forth, and uh, contained a number of engineers, a number of people that had uh, opened offices for the fan company uh, in various parts of the world, some analytics people, some accounting people, some finance people. Basically, in my mind, the guts of what you need to start a business. And when we started initially, I think we were thinking about private equity, but that private equity is so boring. I couldn't get into anything like that. The uh, VC side of it, we're looking at businesses that are relatively new and uh, entrepreneurs that are typically younger. And we realized fairly quickly that there's a lot of money out there. I mean, it's just crazy, crazy money. And and people are throwing it, uh, these VCs are throwing it at just totally off-the-wall ideas. And we realized that there were a lot of uh, startups that, though they could get the money, they didn't know what to do with it. And, and what happens when, you, when you're in that situation is uh, you have the startups that are getting the money, they'll get a couple of million bucks, but they don't know what to do with it. And so a year, two years later, they're back at the trough. Uh, and when they uh, are going for their A round or B round or whatever, uh, wherever they are, they wind up losing, giving up more equity. It's They wind up in a situation which is not good for either the market or themselves. And we recognize that if we put together actual knowledge, i.e. our operating knowledge, because we that's what we are. We're not bankers. We're just using the money that I made from um, the uh, fan company sale, that we would be able to actually build business plans for these people, because most of them don't have a business. I mean, they have some ding-dong business plan you put together for a VC, and a VC being a financial guy doesn't know anything about business, typically. Uh, Not a lot. Uh, We like to make fun of them, in case you haven't noticed, but um, that we were able to build a business plan and actually execute on the business plan for what amounted to a relatively small amount of equity. And the goal of our company is to build these companies and help these people build a company, and hopefully they're able to maintain the majority of their uh, equity. Because I think it's almost criminal uh, that you take a young person who has a good idea, who has a lot of energy and drive, and you give them a million bucks, which is really cheap these days, uh, you expect them to actually know what they're doing and spend that wisely. I know that if somebody had given me a million dollars when I started my business, I would have probably wasted it in some ridiculous way. And uh, that's what we try to help them avoid. We work very closely. We actually hire project managers to work on specific businesses 
and we talk to these people every day. I mean, it's like it's our business. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's not. We're we're working for our partner, and I think that makes it a little bit different. And and uh, it'll be interesting to see. It's not. It may not be the. I mean, I don't know. I think it's an interesting model that we're pursuing. Uh, whether it's an, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I think it's the only way to approach it because it's. I think in the long run, when you worry about making money, the one thing you shouldn't worry about um, is uh, making money because you're not going to make very much if that's all you think about. And even if you do make money, making money is not that big a deal. I mean, having money is not. It's not going to might change your life a little bit, but not as much as you might think. And running, starting and running a business is life, and it's very interesting, very exciting, very intellectually challenging, and that's uh, that's what we want to help uh, our partners with. So, you give us a little bit of a sense of you've been at it a couple of years now. Are you starting to build a portfolio? Yeah, we've got. Uh, I think when we started, we, honest to gosh, didn't know which way we were going, and we invested in companies that I think that. Some of them are are, are uh, exceptional, but a lot of them, again, we they came to us. Uh, they said, "Hey, this is what we're doing," and we underwrote the business and the individuals, as one would think we would, uh, and they're doing quite well. I think that what we did was uh, we lowered we lowered the boundary as far as we were concerned to the entry for the entry of the businesses that we were investing in. And that's where we got into this this other model. But yeah, no, we have, gosh, we're working with like nine companies right now. Some of them very, very in-depth using the, the more hands-on model. Some of them, uh, we always, uh, because I think the reason that people call us and talk to us is that we have uh, experience in starting and running a successful business. But um, yeah, no, we've got we're working with eight or nine companies right now, and and I would imagine that we would invest in. Well, I think this next year, I I, I will say that we got a little bit more savvy over this last, or what I think is savvy over the last nine months, and that is, I, I think we do our diligence better, and we're a little bit more picky. But you almost have to be honest to God. I see. Gosh, I look at, I'll bet you I look at 20 plus companies a day. I mean, submissions. It's a lot of stuff and it's a lot of money. And a lot of those people will get money. Uh, they won't know what to do with it, but they'll get it. And Carrie, do you, uh, is there a particular pattern? Are you a certain type of business you're investing in? Or are you open-minded about that? No, we're actually very open-minded. As a matter of fact, uh, last night I gave a talk to a sex tech group and uh, we don't mind. I mean, we have no filters in terms of what we will or won't invest in other than I would imagine I'd have a hard time investing in, I don't know that I could invest in tobacco or guns. I have a hard time with that. But uh, almost anything else, because the, the thing about it is there's a lot of people uh, starting businesses. There's a lot of money, but it doesn't mean that the money's smart, and it doesn't mean that the businesses are necessarily good businesses or good businesses that have potential. We do not invest typically in in uh, software because there's just it's just too easy 
and, and most people are at least our experience uh, with software is that it's a lot of people out to make a quick buck, and that's just not the way I look at look at life. And are so, you investing only in startups, or are you investing in businesses that are up and running and have customers and revenue and all that? Well, we do invest in both. Um, it's a different piece for us because if we're not leading, basically leading the the round, and we're more passive. I mean, we we always. I don't. I don't think there's a company that we've invested in that we uh, don't advise relatively closely. But uh, the companies that are, you know, more developed that have been in business for several years and several up to eight or nine years, we advise as best we can. But those are ongoing operations. We do invest in medical devices, and so a lot of that is in the. They are not. They obviously are not in the market. Uh, well, not obviously not in the market, but the, where we invest in them is typically when they're uh, gone through several phases and are close to approval and in situations where we can see that the device uh, can be in even indirectly uh, marketed to the end user. So we have several um several companies like that that we've invested in. Those are typically larger investments. Got it. Are you having fun, Carrie? Yeah, it beats the hell out of making fans, I can tell you that. No, I, I mean, you know, you do something for an extended period of time, and it's very interesting and exciting, but like everything else, it, it wears. And I, I am very happy that, I mean, I got an opportunity with the private equity firm that bought the company to to actually do this. I mean, otherwise, I think, I, I, well, I would have been doing the same thing and just making fans. I think that if I'd known what I know today, it's conceivable that I could kept the fan company and formed a VC or more of a, a startup culture on the side. Uh, but I, I just, I was not, I was not in that market. I did not see it. But uh, yeah, I think it's a lot of fun. I have a really good time. And I talk to a lot of people and, and it's amazing to me that there's so many, uh, especially young people. And when I say young, I mean, you know, when you're as aged and decrepit as I am, uh, you know, there's a, there's a young means, that's a lot. That's a big group. But I'm talking about people that are typically between 25 and, and 40. It's amazing how many people there are out there trying to start businesses that are intelligent people. I mean, you run into people that aren't so intelligent, of course, but I think when you're running a business, you're sort of, or at least I was mon uh, monomaniacal, and I thought about one thing. I thought about doing one thing all the time. And uh, today I get to think about a lot of things. And starting a business is, that's, uh, that's like having a, a child. I mean, that's a total kick in the pants. Yeah, that's a mild way to describe it. So, yeah. Carrie, for listeners out there who are, as a lot are, thinking about the pandemic and COVID and what it means and scared and worried, et cetera, et cetera, and maybe a little bit more risk adverse, what's your advice? 
Well, my advice is uh, you should read more deeply so that you understand what's going on here, and you should always recognize that every problem, every I mean, there's always a fork in the road. You, you, you I, I think you should always take the one, uh, the, the path less trodden. Um, I, I, I think that, I think that when everybody's worried, you should be less worried. Uh, I, I'm, I think I'm somewhat of a contrarian, but there's no, I mean, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a situation where it's just, as I pointed out, I mean, maybe the, if, if people are, don't, can't get enough toilet paper, then figure out another way, look at another way to solve that problem. If they can't, um, if, if, if you can't get on the subway and get what you, where you want to go, I mean, you have to look to another source. They, people do. I mean, obviously, that's what makes, uh, gives us the ability to make the investments. And I think that there's no way that you can be, in my mind, a successful entrepreneur if you don't have a positive outlook. I, it's just very hard. I can't imagine. I, I suppose that I have a very positive outlook on everything. I mean, I always think about, you know, if you were driving into, uh, if, if, if you're out driving and somebody uh, crosses the road, and, and into your lane and, and, and you're going at each other at 100 miles an hour, one response to that is to close your eyes and hope for the best. And the other is to, to be on, I mean, absolutely paying super attention to detail about how to, how to get out of that jam. I mean, you either work your way through it or you roll over. And I think that most entrepreneurs have the... Um, their 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 makeup is that they they engineer out of problems and so i don't i mean this is inconvenient it's a fact and from an entrepreneurial from a business perspective only but i mean it's opportunity everything's opportunity everything offers you an opportunity it may not be the opportunity you were looking for but it's certainly an opportunity or what your failure is an opportunity pardon or what you're expecting or anything like that so yeah. Well, Carrie, I think it's been a great conversation. I appreciate it. If uh, listeners want to learn more, is do they find you at unorthodoxventures.com? Yes, they certainly can. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and being our guest. Oh, well, thank you, Ami. I really appreciate it. You take it easy. All right. Take care now. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us today on Ami Sites with your host, Ami Kassar the foremost SBA thought leader. Make sure you visit us at multifunding.com where you can meet our advisory team and learn more about how we help entrepreneurs fund their future.